Welcome, everyone, to 55 in Maine, a Disney podcast. I am Spencer, and with me today is Mark. And uh, we are getting back to our traditional top five episodes. We've had uh, we've had some requests to do a to do a top five list, and uh, I, I think the, the funny part, Mark, is that we've done so many episodes. Like, we got to be creative in some of the ideas for yep. our top five lists. So I think we have, right? We, oh, yeah. This is going to be a fun one. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> so um, if you listen to our previous episode, um, our idea is to uh, do a top five ranking of the Disney property, franchises, IP, characters, whatever it might be, that do not have a presence in the park, uh, that don't have a ride or attraction, uh, but that, but should, that, that, that deserves a ride. Um, so... First, before we get into our lists, I want to ask you, like, because I was having this debate with my wife and uh, my family of should we stick to, like, practical things where it's like, okay, how does this actually fit in with the park that we know? Mm -hmm. Or are we just doing kind of blue sky, like, we're just imagineering our imagination and it's just whatever we want? I imagined it being realistic okay. and possible. But I'm, I love, did you have ideas that were out there? Yeah. I yeah. love it. Love it. Can't wait to hear them. <laughs> so I've got both, I think. I've got cool. some that are kind of like, yeah, how does this actually fit into Disneyland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ones that are just like, yeah, I want this ride. <laughs> I don't even care how it works, but I want it. Did you think of any like brand new rides or is every ride like, this would be like a Indiana Jones or like a this or that? Did you come up with like brand new ride ideas? I think they're somewhat brand new. I definitely have some thoughts about, okay, I can rework this or over like overlay this ride and it becomes this mm. that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, so i think i've got kind of a variety so awesome now the other question i have for you is we didn't really talk about this beforehand but um, the rides that you came up with i kind of was thinking well if they exist at any disney park not just disneyland but they're kind of out. So I tried to kind of think of things that like, there's nothing in the park. Oh, interesting. Okay. So okay. like, so for example, um, you know, there is, so at Disneyland, there's no Tron ride. Correct. But there is a Tron ride in Florida. Okay. So okay. I was kind of thinking like, okay, that might be off limits, but if, if you did, if you did something different, you know, yeah, that's fine. But that was just kind of like, if there's, if there's nothing in the park for it, can it, can it work? So that's kind of, Maybe like a little tiny bit of where I'm coming from. Okay, I have a little bit that they may exist in other parts, or they could be like meet and greet characters, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they don't have their own ride. So I do stuff okay. like that. And that's that's cool. We didn't we didn't talk about that. So yeah. But so I, I think it'll be interesting because I think our lists are going to be vastly different. I think so. On this one. <laughs> so. All right. Well, should we start? Let's start. Yes. Okay. So do you have any honorable mentions that you were like, man, I want these rides, but they're just not in my top five? I do. And it's the simplest idea that my daughter came up with. And I'm going to have a plus up for this ride a little bit later. But her basic idea was you take Autopia and make it Zootopia. Okay, yeah. So all you'd have to do is you would retheme because the track of Autopia is kind of boring. It's a yeah. lot of just trees and they have these robots from, I think it's Honda or Toyota, is, and they're, I don't know, that seems prime for something better than a cheesy commercial robot. But then you'd have like the, you could theme it to be like Tundra Town or Sahara, Sahara Town or the Zootopia Town. 
and you'd still have the cars, but you'd retrofit all the cars to be the police department. Yes. Cars. Yes. And so then it's the simplest thing in the world and people would get it. Instead of Autopia, it's Zootopia. It just has the perfect brand name recognition. Make it a car ride. It seems like it, it works. That's very simple. Yes. Simple. Now, my, my question then is Autopia as it exists now is part of Tomorrowland. Correct. So would you, instead of having the Zootopia car ride in Tomorrowland, just kind of, because I mean, there's a very nebulous line between Fantasyland <laughs> and Tomorrowland. Exactly. So would you just kind of fold that into Fantasyland? Yes. And I think I would even change the position of the entrance. That'd be the hard part. Because the entrance okay. is yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like in that back corner. Deep in yeah. Tomorrowland. So you'd have to change it so people would, where the sad smoking area was, <laughs> kind of where the Matterhorn Fast Pass is now, mm -hmm. that would probably be the entrance to Utopia. Right? Okay. And so almost like it would go like around almost the uh, the lagoon, like where the yeah, submarines uh -huh. are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Almost thinking like they need to have two different fantasy lands. Like in Disney World, don't they have, is it New Fantasy It's called land? New Fantasy Land. Is yeah. the old one just called Fantasy, just fantasy land? land? Okay. Maybe something similar because then you could cut it off at Matterhorn and essentially you'd have Matterhorn and Small World and this new Zootopia ride be like its own separate mini fantasy land. So. That's awesome. honorable mention. I mean, that's that's like, I like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Because it, it's the same ride system, same vehicles. Same name. Essentially the same thing. <laughs> and yeah. You just, yeah. And you just steam it better. Yeah. You know? Um, and we've talked about the woes of, of uh, Tomorrowland. So uh -huh. I think that'd be a, a, a good fix for that, for sure. Awesome. Right, that's, that's your honorable mention? Do you have any? All right, I've got a couple. All right. Um, so the first is uh, Aladdin. Mm, okay. And uh, in Florida, they have like a magic carpet. Uh, it's very, it's like Dumbo, where uh, you just, you sit on, you sit in a thing and you go up and you spin around in a circle. And instead of a Dumbo, you're sitting in a carpet. Um, so it's fun, but it's just, it's very similar to other experiences that you can have. So my thought for Aladdin, and again, this is kind of my pie in the sky, like mm. impractical, but I think cool, would be, um, so Universal Studios has the Hogwarts ride, yes. where it's like a combo of like screens and animatronics and everything. So my, my idea would be similar to that, where you're actually riding on a magic carpet. Mm. And it's similar to that Hogwarts ride. And you're going through, you enter through the Cave of Wonders. And you're kind of flying through there. And it, it's like a kind of a thrill dark ride. So you kind of go through the story of Aladdin. You know, like in the Harry Potter ride, there's the Dementors that kind of yeah. are in your face. Uh -huh. So like when Jafar turns into a snake, he's, you know, he's, he's there uh -huh. or whatever. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'd be similar to that. Uh, obviously, this is kind of impractical. Where do they put it? Uh, but uh, uh, that would be my Aladdin idea, since there's really no Aladdin presence except for the old <laughs> oasis that's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm going to jump in. This is my number four. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so my thought was taking the ride system that they have with Avatar. I've yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. But yes. That system where, because my brother went on it just recently and said it was unbelievable. And I thought, it's just a screen. How unbelievable could a screen be? But he said, like, no, it feels amazing and so it'd be the similar thing i don't know how because in avatar you're sitting on one of those big avatar the ban things. banshee yeah. Yeah, yeah 
And so how would you like straddle the carpet? I don't know, they'd have to figure out a way. Maybe you could stand on it and like, they'd lock your feet in, I guess, but like there'd be sensations in your feet of it like rippling or something. I thought that you'd put this where you have the Fantasyland Theater. Okay. Where it's, there's been rumors about demolishing it, putting a whole bunch of stuff there. You would have a really awesome big lion head for the cave of wonder. Yes. And then maybe you go underground or I don't know where you go, but like that is where you would enter. And people would walk and be like, Oh, that thing looks so cool. And then you could have like a little mini land around it where they have shops and whatnot. And so that'd be, that's my number four. It's very similar, but like a magic carpet ride, avatar style, Cave of Wonders in Fantasyland. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. But so that's your number four yes. and my honorable mention. I've got two more quick honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, the first is Tangled. Okay. I, uh, I have a Tangled option. You do? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. You want me to save that then? Uh, sure. Okay, yes. I'll save that. And then my last honorable mention uh, would be uh, for people of our generation, probably wouldn't last very long. <laughs> but uh, uh, something for the Rocketeer. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. I think it fits perfectly. You could uh, do a new video for Soren. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, Soren, like when you go into the, the main building uh, and the main show building, uh, it's about California aviation and honoring kind of the history of, of that in California. So it fits perfectly with the context of the movie. And, you know, if you did a screen, uh, you know, a, a video on the screen, it could be you're flying around with him on some adventures and, mm-hmm. you know, he fights Nazis and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, so, so something like that. Like I said, it, it's a very, I think, out of date thing, <laughs> but I thought it would be fun. So. I have a question for you. I think that's a brilliant idea. And I get the theme of the podcast is stuff that's not already represented in the park, but would you rather see the same thing for a Rocketeer ride or an Iron Man ride? Because both of them are basically the same people. Thing. Yeah, right? basically. Would the you same rather thing. see an Iron Man thing or do you think the Rocketeer would be unique and cool and kind of fit in the old like 1930s motif of the front of California Adventures, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that's why it works. Okay. Uh, because, well, first of all, it does fit the theme of like Buena Vista Street, yeah, early, uh-huh. early California history and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then it's also, like you said, it's unique. Uh, even though uh, the movie's dated and, and it's kind of our generation, um, I think the costume is cool mm-hmm. and, and the helmet is cool. So even if a kid, you know, rides the ride and they have, they've never seen the movie before, they have no idea what the, what the ride is, like the theme of the ride is, it can still be a really fun ride. And that's kind of what we've talked about a little bit with, um, you know, Indiana Jones, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you there's a good percentage of, especially kids who ride that ride having never seen the movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they still think it's cool, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, I definitely see what you're saying. Iron Man would be a an easy solution as well you know and with avengers campus they could easily probably do something like that with uh they had something gosh it was a long time ago now uh but they had something called the iron man experience it was where um like the launch bay is now they had that um which i think is in florida or one of the other parks Uh, but you get to like 
digitally suit up as Iron Man and like you like get to control the suit somehow. That's cool. So I, I that's that is a thing. So you could definitely I could see kind of both both things for that. I like that. Good one. All right. So those are my those are my honorable mentions, and and I'll mention Tangled when we get to yours okay. as well. All right. So you want to start? Yeah. All so right, number five for Mark. My number five is also kind of a simple reskin of an existing attraction. It is the Tarzan's Treehouse changing it to be Moana's treehouse. Which now, we, we've talked about. We've talked before. about. And yeah. my family criticized me by saying Moana doesn't have a treehouse. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> Point taken. I just want to find some way to put Moana in the park. And I think this would be an attraction that no one really connects with Tarzan. It was yeah. old, even at the time when it came out, not many people connected with it. So I'd rather see it either go back to Swiss Family Robinson. I think that'd be kind of cool. Because there's no presence for that in the yeah. parks, like a re going back. Are they doing Switzerland Robinson for Disney Plus? Yes, they are, right? They are, so yes. maybe that'd be some if that that's good. Maybe it'd be cool to bring that back. But yeah. I just think you could do a really cool Moana, different show scenes, cool animatronics. Maybe put like legit animatronics. They have more statues mm -hmm. in Tarzan's. Maybe behind the the glass, just do some cool animatronics. And then down below, you have a meet and greet with. Moana or Maui or whoever, just a cool meet and greet down there. So real simple, just reskin of the existing attraction. I love it. Now, could you, if if there are other people out there like your family who said, well, it doesn't really fit. Yeah. Is there a way to make that attraction fit Moana better? So maybe instead of a treehouse, like you're climbing. Uh, to the top of the mountain where like doesn't like her family each have like a stone right so the, oh, the leader of the yeah the leader of the island puts the next stone on top maybe it's the mountain she climbs or maybe they change it into uh, the tafiti you know uh, oh, mountain uh -huh. or whatever uh -huh. you know so yeah. it would still function as the same you're still climbing up this attraction yeah but instead of a treehouse, it's something actually from the movie i like that yes so you're right so instead of a house it's something from the movie First, as you're talking, I was thinking about doing uh, her ship, like the mast of her ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, something like that. But I like that. That'd be a better idea. I just think Moana has to fit in Adventureland. She yes. wouldn't fit anywhere else. Yeah. And that's an existing thing that's outdated. So that area, and a similar thing, doesn't need a big attraction. Just a cool walkthrough would be perfect. Awesome. All right, so Moana... Taking over the, the Tarzan's, Tarzan's Treehouse, tree Mark's yes. number five. Yes. All right. So my number five uh, would be, and I think, I think this character and this uh, movie absolutely needs to be in the park, needs to have a bigger presence in the park, and that is Sleeping Beauty. Ooh. Because it is Sleeping Beauty's castle, it is okay. you know, the hallmark of the, of the park, it is the symbol of the park. So I think Aurora and that, that movie deserves a, a yes. bigger presence so yes. i know you like the sleeping beauty walkthrough so technically technically there is an attraction for this already love it but yes. and i think we've talked about this before but and and this would take this is a little bit of a reef skin but also it would need bigger construction <laughs> that sort of thing yeah but in um disney world in florida um at cinderella's castle there is inside Cinderella's castle is a restaurant where you get to dine and meet Cinderella and all various Disney princesses. At Epcot, there is an attraction 
called Spaceship Earth that is inside the golf ball looking big globe thing, right? Uh, in Animal Kingdom in Florida, inside the tree of life, that's kind of the central symbol of, of Animal Kingdom, is the Tough to Be a Bug show. So that's actually inside, you go underground, kind of, mm. it's in, inside, quote unquote, the, the tree. Yeah. Right? So let me interrupt. In uh, Europe, do you know what they have under the castle in Europe? No. They have this huge dragon. Okay. That looks like scary from the videos I've seen. But like you go down and it's like the basement of the castle and it's not even connected to any a Disney IP. It's just this really rad looking dragon that like stands up and breathes fire and stuff. <laughs> and so that has an attraction in the big castle. So I know the, the problem is with Disneyland, it was the original park. They didn't build it in such a way where probably the infrastructure is, is not you know big enough or you know, good enough to support a large scale attraction. But again, this is the fun of the podcast. Uh, so I would, I am, I suggest uh, that Sleeping Beauty needs her own dark ride that exists inside the Sleeping Beauty castle. Um, you could be creative and kind of make it like, kind of expand the whole like horizontally, the, um, the, the castle, you know, um, that could be part, it could kind of stretch into the fantasy fair area. You know, you could expand the castle a little bit where like the Snow White Swishing Well area is. And you would make a Sleeping Beauty traditional dark ride. You could do some cool animatronics with Maleficent and the dragon. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be an, a, a true dark ride attraction inside Sleeping Beauty Castle. Wow, that is awesome. Would you try to make it flat or would you utilize the height of the castle and somehow, I don't know how you do that, but like, would you want to do that? I would, I would want to hang on to that for Ooh, our Tangled okay. discussion. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, because dark rides exist in essentially warehouse buildings. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm sure if you went in there as an Imagineer with the lights on, it would be like a square building and the track would kind of zigzag around, uh, yeah. but it all exists within the square area. Exactly. So I definitely think dark rides, like look at the Roger Rabbit ride, which I, I like so much. Yeah. It's, a, it's a creative use of the dark ride space where you can actually use three dimensionality. Mm -hmm. So I think dark rides can go horizontally more. Yeah. Or, you know, go up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think that's definitely a good idea. Okay, I love it. That's <laughs> such a good one, really good. Okay, my number four. Oh, we talked about number four, right? Aladdin. It's Aladdin, so we can skip it. Let's see your number four. Uh, okay, my number four. Yeah. Okay, so this one uh, is, I think, completely impractical. I have no <laughs> idea where this would go. You could maybe do it in the fantasy fair. All right. Uh, but uh, some sort of, okay, so we've talked a lot about interaction, immersion, immersive experiences, VR type mm -hmm. stuff. They've experimented with VR, like a downtown Disney with the void, with the Star Wars thing and everything. So this would be for a VR experience with um, several different characters from the Disney pantheon, I guess, if you want to call it that. And it would be the, let's call it the Fantasyland Archery Tournament. Oh, I know we're going to this. <laughs> <laughs> And you could pick, you could be Robin Hood, which has no presence in the park, really. Exactly, yes. You could be Mulan. Oh, nice. You yeah. could be Merida. 
Wow, okay. this is brilliant. And you have all of these characters who have some sort of background in archery or, or yeah. something like that, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, and it's, and you could, you, you have a contest between other people in your family or other guests in the park. Wow. Um, and you get a, you know, in Robin Hood, you know, he gets the golden arrow at the end, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe you could get actually a, a, a like an award reward or something for winning. So, instead, you know, like the Buzz Lightyear, you get these arbitrary points, right? Yes. What if you actually get something? What if you get a pin, like a, like a, Ooh, you know, the, the yeah, tra yeah, trading, yeah, yeah. trading pins are very yep. popular yep, with, yep, with yep. Disney people, right? Maybe you get a fast pass. Oh, right? you know, that's genius. So that, that's my pitch here is some sort of like traditional kind of medieval, like you could probably even throw like uh, Sword in the Stone stuff in there. You sure. Could, like any of these kind of traditional like medieval stories that are part of kind of Disney canon, you could kind of pick who you are, like your character, you become Robin Hood. You look at your hands and they're Robin Hood. Yeah, Hood's. yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. And, and uh -huh. you uh, try to win the archery tournament. Okay, love this. Couple questions. First, would you want it to be, you know, like you go to Magic Mountain and everything's free, except there's these crazy like boomerang rides that mm -hmm. cost an extra twenty dollars. Yeah. Would you want it to be something like that? Or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge also, if you want to go buy a droid, like Or make your lightsaber. Yeah. Is it like everyone leaves with a prize? One of those things where you're gonna pay for this experience, you're gonna leave with the prize, the winner gets an extra prize, but at least you know it. You're walking out with paying for what you expect to get. Maybe or, there's like two versions. Oh, see, this is where it gets complicated. Right? <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, no, there's two versions of the attraction, and one's like the super intense version where you have to pay and yeah. you get like this cool prize, and then the other versions. But yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't given that much thought. <laughs> but I love the idea. I think it's so cool. The, the thought of walking away with something is awesome. Okay, second question is: Would you have it be somewhat virtual such as Toy Story Midway Mania where all you essentially do is aim and like pull something or would you want to actually give them a nerf version of this like how much technicality do you want there to be I, I would want it to be like and I have very little experience with this except for at, at your house playing VR games <laughs> but uh, I would want it more truly VR mm. where like you get you get a handheld bow, but it's Got not like it. a Nerf bow. Yeah. It's like a, a you feels know, like it a feels bow. like a bow, and you 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 pull on something. There's probably no arrow in it, but you still pull. Yes, back. yes, gotcha. yes. It's almost yes, like, yes, a, yes, like a yes, like a like uh, a controller you would get in a video game. Yes, you know, kind of thing. yes, yes, yes. That's brilliant. And so then, when you're in the virtual world, are you choosing like I am in Robin Hood land, and so everything I see is Robin Hood, or is it just like you're Robin Hood, but then next to you is Mulan. And like, how, how do you decide? Think like, is it like time for Robin Hood level and we're all Robin Hood characters? Time for Mulan level, we're all Mulan characters? Or would you? Man, I see, I, I love that you're <laughs> asking me these questions because my original thought would be like, you, it would be Robin Hood versus Mulan versus Which is brilliant. Brett Merida, you know. Uh, but you could certainly, yeah, like if, if you're a fan of Robin Hood, yeah, then um, I, I am Robin Hood for that. I, I can select that or something. And then the background is, you know, Marion and Prince John and the sheriff in the, in the stands yeah. and you see them and Marion's cheering for you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so 
my, like, I think that would take it from like, cause my thought would be you are essentially against the other guests. Whereas I think that way you're against the house essentially, right? Yes. You're against the computer. Yes. You know? So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's why I really, I this is a fun episode. Cause it's like, man, I, there's things like I hadn't thought of. So yeah, that's a cool idea. Cause then if you make it a more of a single player experience, then you can guarantee that everybody wins. Like mm -hmm. you'll win no matter how bad you do, you'll win. And so that way you don't have to stress about like, oh mom, I lost, like yeah, the yeah. kids being sick <laughs> if they lost. And then I guess you'd have everyone in their own little booth or whatever. So I, don't know. I think it's such a good idea. Well, and it, it, it gets to, again, there, a lot of these characters aren't in the parks, but it also gets to, it, it's something different, you know? Yeah. Like I think, there's a lot of avenues for the Imagineering to go. Um, and I think VR is one of the avenues that they can go and they could try something like this, you know? Totally. And it would be like the void is the type of thing they can just like throw in the back of a truck and move it to the next spot. <laughs> yeah. So it wouldn't be that hard. You could even make it be a, a promotional thing, you know, mm -hmm. like during the months of summertime and they could cordon off this area theme it up, but like, it'd be very feasible to do it. You wouldn't have to tear anything down. You could just build a little temporary structure to hold, house all this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. That's like the best idea I've heard <laughs> ever. That's and so that's good. my number four. That's number four. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, thank you guys for listening so far. Yeah. We're gonna take a short break and we'll get back to our uh, our top three. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. If it's anything like the top, or five have been. I'm super excited to hear <laughs> the rest of it. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us uh, as we return from our break. And before before we get into the rest of our list, we got some breaking news. That's right, we do. Uh, the Jungle Cruise at both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom in Florida is gonna be going through a pretty big uh, change and overhaul. Uh, two big things, uh, the uh, kind of racist stereotypes with the tribal people are gonna be removed and taken out. And secondly, they're gonna involve uh, the skippers more into the storyline. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, it, the story essentially is gonna be that one of the boats one of the boats that uh, take people around the river is lost. Ah, okay. <clears throat> and so uh, they're actually going to plant little clues and little story elements throughout Adventureland uh, as well. So kind of what are your just first thoughts when you, when you hear that Disney is going to be, because we've talked about, we've talked about the Jungle Cruise going through changes mm -hmm. and, you know, we've even talked about like, could they add in stuff from the movie when it comes out? That's what I mean. So, what are your first reactions to hearing that Jungle Cruise is going to go through some changes? I think it's prime for an update. Whenever we go to the park, we can always guarantee Jungle Cruise will be five minutes. If it's a crowded day, maybe 15. But that's okay because if it's a crowded day, they kind of send you upstairs, which is kind of fun to go through the line. So I think it's an original, so it's got to stay. I'd be sad if they bulldozed it for another ride. Like I think it's original to Walt, so I think it's got to stay. I think it's super ready for it. I totally get all the changes for just making it more culturally sensitive. Like I get that, I love it. Although I am a little bit of 
a Debbie Downer when it comes to Jungle Cruise on the fact that the skippers do nothing for me. Like, I almost wish they weren't even there. Because I have to make, like, I have to laugh at the awkward jokes. And if I don't laugh, I feel weird. And it's, like, uncomfortable. And I also feel with the other Disneyland attraction that has onboard people narrating is Storybook Land. And to me, Storybook Land would be a million times better if it wasn't some garbled teenager speaking through, going through their rope memorization. Instead, it was like cool audio of the princesses or the characters like telling you about the stuff you see. So I'd almost get rid of the skippers if it was me, but that's kind of, but it's not like they're doubling down on the skippers, right? Yeah, they're going to be part of the story, essentially. Okay. Yeah. And they also mentioned uh, they released a as like a two three minute video on the Disney Parks YouTube channel, um, where they're still they're gonna do special things like it sounds like they're gonna do the Jingle Cruise awesome. uh, yes, again. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then, like I said, they're gonna add little story elements uh, into the Tropical Hideaway and yeah, you know, some of the other places throughout Adventureland, so you can kind of you know you can see. Um, you know, maybe what's going on, or you can, you kind of, the Jungle Cruise is going to be more immersive, I guess. So it's, it's. And I'm down for that. Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I, I think that'll be kind of a cool, uh, cool thing. And, uh, you know, I'm glad, you know, as, as tough as it's been to have the park closed, it seems like they've at least continued to press on as far as, you know, Imagineering and you know rethinking rides and changing rides, adding to rides because you know when the park reopens, Adventures uh, or Avengers Campus is going to open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they're going to be working on Splat the, the Splash Mountain changeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Snow White ride is is, is being changed. So I, I'm I'm just I'm happy that they've at least you know been able to press on. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot. Wait, I think about it every day. Wait <laughs> to go back. <laughs> All right, so you want to let's let's finish out our uh, let's finish out our list. So we okay. did our four and five. Yes. And so we're into our top three. So you want to give us your number three? My number three is kind of a retread from a different podcast. I talked about this, and it is taking the area in California Adventure, right by Buena Vista Street, where they have Monsters Inc. and they have the theater. I think now it's. Mickey's Magic. Yes. Okay, but still, I think the reviews aren't great for that. They, they didn't do a great job of shoehorning it into the existing theater. And they have that other outdoor theater where they have, like, kids, you know, high school bands <laughs> come perform, and it's kind of sad. So take that whole area and make it a Steamboat Willie area. Okay. Yes, and I think I mentioned that before, but it would be – because now Disneyland has Mickey's Runaway Railway, so it's got a dedicated Mickey Mouse ride in Disneyland. I think it makes sense to do a dedicated one in California Adventures. And to me, it would not just be Steamboat Willie, but it would be all of the characters. You know, the, it seems weird that you go to Disneyland and the only Donald Duck thing you see is like his his boat. His boat yeah. did, you know, it seems weird to me. And so I feel like that'd be cool to have their own dedicated area and ride and it would fit with the 1930s motif of Buena Vista Street and there's nothing going on over there. <laughs> no one would miss Monsters Inc. I, I love it but no one would miss it and I think it would just be a really cool way to tie in the Hollywood vibe so that'd be my number three. Awesome I, I love that I, I've definitely thought about 
adding some sort of Mickey element in, in, into my list. Yeah. And, you know, with Mickey and Minnie, you know, the, the runaway uh, train coming uh, in Toontown, I, I kind of thought, well, they could just revamp Toontown. Um, or, you know, one of the ideas I talked about with my wife was our daughter is super into Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the Disney Junior show. Yeah, so uh-huh. It's constantly on it on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I thought, you know, you could take Toontown or even kind of what you're proposing, taking that space in California Adventure and making it into the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Ooh, you know, yeah. area. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Mickey would have much more of a presence. And especially when you think about the story of Buena Vista Street mm-hmm. and then the statue with yeah. Mickey and Minnie and their suitcases coming to California and all that. I think this this idea definitely fits. Yeah, and I just thought maybe you could do a dedicated, it'd be a water ride. I don't know how hard it'd be to put a water ride where there's not one already, if you're doing a Steamboat Willie ride, but if you wanted to do a dark ride of like the evolution, so you'd, there'd be a Steamboat Willie scene, and then you would do a scene, I was thinking of the great cartoons, like the one where they're on the trailer, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that one's fantastic, or just some of the great early, maybe you start with even Oswald, the rabbit yeah, yeah, yeah. and just kind of go through you can even use the same building as monsters inc but instead of being monsters inc it's just here's these really cool history of walt making mickey mouse and kind of educational too kind of thing so. well even even when you look at what they've done with pixar pier and they've moved a lot of the pixar characters over there yeah. so the monsters characters just sure. are kind of out of place you know yeah, they're out of yeah. Place. You're right. <laughs> you are very right so that'd be my number three. All right. So uh, my number three is actually something I've kind of talked about before on the podcast as well. But my favorite Pixar movie and one of my favorite Disney characters is Wally. And I think there, there needs to be some sort of Wally ride in the park. And I know the movie is not the most popular of the Pixar films, uh, but, and it, this kind of contradicts what I just said, but. Uh, it, the natural fit would be in, in Pixar Pier in California Adventure, especially if they're trying to really delineate between the, the two franchises, if you will. Sure. But I think Wally fits perfectly in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think the Buzz Lightyear ride's a little outdated. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Midway Mania is a better kind of version of the, of the shooting type of uh, video game ride kind of first person shooter thing. Um, so you could incorporate <clears throat> some, a, a Wally ride into that space. And it would be almost like, uh, uh, my vision is almost like the, uh, the uh, adventures through inner space, like the old, uh, the old ride that used to be in that space. Uh, but it would essentially be a Wally dark ride, but you go out into space. Ooh, and nice. yeah. the, the other idea, and I think I've talked about this before, but is, and I don't know how realistic this is, but you could finally use the people mover track. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, and I, there's rumors that the, the track is just, it's so old and it's so beat up that it's unusable. Yeah. Um, but if, if they were to somehow, you know, bring it back to life, if you will, uh, you could have uh, a transport where you sit in one of the, uh, uh, one of the pods <laughs> like the like the people at the yeah. on the ship of Wally, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Axiom, where you know it's like the little VR thing, uh, and then as you go through Tomorrowland, as you go through the various rides, because you go through you know Star yeah. Tours and everything, mm-hmm. 
those elements would be more like a dark ride where you're seeing you know wally with the fire extinguisher go by yeah. and, and that sort of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the end you you get transported back to earth and so that's so you you land on it and then you're back into tomorrowland that's a great idea so that would be that's my pitch for a a wally kind of dark ride slash people mover transport ride are you, if you had to choose one or the other, would you choose taking over Buzz Lightyear or taking over the People Mover? People Mover. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the People Mover? Oh, yeah. Because if I remember it right, there's it's kind of funny things when you're traveling past Star Tours, there's like a Stormtrooper. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And it's like a statue. Yeah. So they're saying there you would have cooler show scenes yes. in those areas. Yes, you, and you could do digital show scenes. Like I'm picturing, oh, uh -huh. you know, Wally and Eve doing their dance in space yeah um or you see like you see maybe there's the a window of the ship and you're seeing um some of the robots you know like attack the uh the people or you see the captain and the captain waves at you or something <laughs> so it's, it'd be almost like digital show scenes i think is what i'm picturing awesome okay i have a two more questions or one comment one question i remember the tron you remember the tron part of the people mover i don't so it was, I forget where it was, but it was definitely a moment where you feel like you're in the Tron, like motorcycle mm -hmm. part. And to me, the show building felt huge. So I do think even on the path of the people mover, there are, there's room for even like bigger show scenes, which is a great idea for Wally. Do you feel like they could, would it be weird to go into space and then you're back out in Tomorrowland and just, or would you want to just maybe box off a whole little people mover, black it out, and just not even see tomorrow. Just kind of take the track. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm picturing. It's okay. like an enclosed, enclosed. Yeah, space yeah. where you're going through. And even, because um, how, big, how big were the people mover? Uh, I think it was like probably four, four people you know, or so. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. So you throw four people in there, and you've got, uh, you know, you black out the, uh, the windows. And you could even do digital screens almost on yeah. the windows. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Universal Studios, at least in Florida, when you ride the Hogwarts Express to and from Diagon Alley and, and to Hogsmeade, mm -hmm. they have like show scenes where you're in a train compartment, but part of the like the window of the door, like the mentors come and it gets like all froze, like the window uh, gets frozen and it's yeah, digital. So I, I think you could be creative and, and do that with kind of the windows of your, of your uh, ride vehicle. Nice, <laughs> that's cool. That's a brilliant idea. So that's my that's my number three. I, I thought Wally might be a little bit higher on my list, but they're my my <laughs> my top two. Um, my what I think my number one I think has to be in the park somewhere. Okay. Okay. And then my number two is like we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So what's what's your number two? Before we move on to number my number two, would you be satisfied if at the beginning of Space Mountain they just put a digital Wally with his fire extinguisher? And it was like a little Easter egg on the, when you go up the top of Space Mountain. I'd, yeah, sure, sure. I'd be, I'd be happy. You, yeah. That wouldn't be enough for you, though. You wouldn't be like, oh, he's there. We're good. Or would you still want them to do more I, like I mean, obviously, the ideal would be an independent yeah. Wally attraction. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I know that that movie and that, that movie is highly, highly critically acclaimed. Uh -huh. But it's one of their lesser box office earners and, and that sort of thing. And yeah. there's not a lot of merchandise. It's it's Toy Story, it's Cars, you know, it's Incredibles, you know, as far as Pixar goes. 
So I, I understand that it's one of their, I, I, it's my favorite and I think the best Pixar movie, mm. but I know for the masses, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would totally be happy if, if it became almost like a hidden Mickey where nice, like yeah. you're, you're on Space Mountain and, and it, it maybe if it's not even that obvious, but you have to like, oh, there's Wally. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down for that. Nice. nice. <laughs> okay, so my number two. This one is really complicated and my family did not like it, but I like it. <laughs> so it involves getting rid of Mr. Toad. Sort of. <laughs> okay, rid of Mr. Toad. so my number two is about Mr. Toad as oh, well. Okay, well, let me tell you mine is and you can kind of okay. share your idea. I think Mr. Toad is fantastic, but people just don't get it. Like my kids have no connection to it. And I think Tangled needs to have a presence in the park. So you would take the show building that Mr. Toad is in and you would make it a Tangled ride. But you would still keep Mr. Toad in the parks. So here's where you keep Mr. Toad. Okay. You would take Autopia and you would, like we did before, you would change the entrance to be a Fantasyland entrance. So it fits in the Fantasyland. And you would, there's two tracks on Autopia, right? Yeah. Each track somehow would have to be a separate thing. It wouldn't be connected. So essentially you would take all the Mr. Toad sets and props, place them throughout the Autopia. So you're still doing Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you're just outside. A lot of Mr. Toad, the cartoon is he's outside in the country, which yeah. is, you know. So you would do, you take Mr. Toad, you'd put him outside on the Utopia track, but it wouldn't just be dedicated to Mr. Toad. This is where it gets weird and no one liked this part, but I like it, <laughs> is the other side of the track would be uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, so, so this is almost, almost identical to me? my idea, almost. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you would have the Headless Horseman and that maybe one track would be you're on the Mr. Toad cars the other track somehow you're riding a horse i don't know how they would do that but it'd be like a horse thing being chased maybe one would be for like kids one would be like hey little kid let's do this one teenagers adults maybe get a more scary experience on the sleepy hollow one so so you're not you're not getting rid of mr toad you're just moving him around and then you're giving space for a tangled ride and i really think there needs to be or Frozen, you know, you could put whatever new princess you want to out about Tangled, but like you'd use that show building for that. Okay, so let's break this down a little okay. bit. Let's first, first of all, I like the idea, and I, I do think Mr. Toad should be preserved. Yes. And I'll get to that in a second okay. from, uh, from my, but let, what's your idea for the Tangled, right? If, if, we're, if we're taking Mr. Toad out, we have a show building for Tangled, and would it be kind of a traditional dark ride? It would be a traditional dark ride, I know the theme park snobs criticize what they call book report rides. Like they don't like Little Mermaid because mm. since you're just going through the movie, I love it. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't mind. Maybe you would do that. You can maybe come up with a better idea or even like a new story. How would you feel about that? What about instead of doing Frozen 2 the ride or Tangled the ride, you just did a sequel? Like instead of well, that's what, three. Well, that's you know, what uh, uh, Splash Mountain, what, that's what the Tiana ride is totally. going to be. It takes place after the movie. So I would be down with that, actually. Maybe do, maybe that'd be my vote, is you do a new adventure with Flynn and with Rapunzel, but it would be set in that show. Okay. But similar, like you're going slowly through scenes. Yeah. So, that, my, so I mentioned, uh, one of my honorable mentions was Tangled. And... 
I think it needs to be a traditional dark ride. However, I think we talked a little bit about before the break of most dark rides have the same structure. They're in a square rectangular building and they move forward and backwards and side or, you know, and they're kind of zigzaggy tracks and that sort of thing. I think you utilize Rapunzel's tower and kind of how part of the story of the Little Mermaid dark ride is you go under the sea and you go down. Why can't you go up? So for Tangled, you would, the dark ride would, uh, maybe it's a couple stories tall, I, I don't know. Uh, but you would utilize kind of the elevator idea from Tower of Terror. Now it wouldn't be the thrill ride that Tower mm -hmm. of Terror is, mm -hmm. but you would just go up. And as you go up through the story, you get to the top of the tower and that's like the climax you know, of, of the movie, that's like the, the last scene. And then as you, as you finish the ride, you come back down. Oh, okay, so okay. you go up the tower and back down the tower. So that was kind of my honorable mention idea for, uh, for Tangled. Well, I have a quick thing. So you've been on Haunted Mansion and Disney World, right? Yes. In Disney World, you don't move at all. You have the feeling of the elevator. Yes, because, yes. But you don't move. Could they, in a rectangular show building, somehow through force perspective, whatever, give you the feeling like you're going up, even if you're not. Well, and you certainly could. That's what the Indiana Jones ride does with the boulder scene, right? Yeah, you, you're right. You aren't, yeah. you aren't actually moving backwards. You're actually inching forward, and the walls <laughs> are moving. So, yeah. yeah, what if they could do something like that, where it feels like there's vertical movement? Like that's Yeah, that's totally. And then, so my, my number two is actually Sleepy Hollow and Mr. Toad. So, <laughs> yes. so Mr. Toad, it, it's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. So Mr. Toad, it, we've talked a lot about Mr. Toad and it's an original ride. And so for purists and traditionalists, it's going to be a hard sell to get rid of. Um, but it does, it's outdated. It needs to change or whatever, right? So my idea is very similar to yours, except we're going to keep Mr. Toad in the same building that he's uh -huh. in. Uh, but just like the movie, so the movie is a two, it's, it's like a half, right? So the first half is Mr. Toad and the second half is uh, Ichabod and, and Sleepy Hollow. So you do the same thing with the ride. Mm -hmm. So just like Nightmare Before Christmas for, for Haunted Mansion oh, is yeah. seasonal, uh -huh. okay? Uh -huh. For from uh, February to uh, August, you have Mr. Toad. It's the same exact thing that it's always been. Yes. But from September, so the fall, through Christmas time, it's Sleepy Hollow. And it's a Sleepy Hollow dark ride. And so when you go to hell at the end of Mr. Toad, that's the, uh, the bridge scene. Oh, nice. uh, of, and then, like, uh, you know, you, you've got a cool animatronic of the Headless Horseman. And maybe yes. at the end, he throws a, throws a, 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 a jack-o'-lantern at you as you escape through the end. So it would be a, a Sleepy Hollow dark ride seasonally. So half of the year it stays Mr. Toad, half the year you change it to Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> would you keep the ride vehicles? Would you just have them just be and maybe you could paint them or Yeah, I, I would or? Yeah, swap them out with, and the hard part is, you know, uh, it's Mr. Toad is a, a British character yeah and they've done a really good job of making the, the show building you know yeah. look like his home his estate um and then you know sleepy hollow is you know colonial america which you could you could change things here and there and yeah. you can swap out instead of cars they could be you know uh like a 
a wagon like you know a, yeah. a, you're being pulled by a horse or something yeah. you know uh -huh. um so yeah i think there's little changes that you could make and you just switch them out just like they do haunted mansion normal versus yeah. haunted mansion you know holiday just take a couple weeks you switch them out and you're good to go and it's so smart because people would want to go on the new ride that's limited it's the whole the vault thing you know this yeah, is yeah. going to go away so you got to do it and then absent think the hearts grow fonder people want to go do mr toad again so you have a new ride but it's not gone for forever that yeah. is such a good idea yeah so it's 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 fresh yeah yeah the, the sleepy hollow part is this fresh thing and i i think you know the you you want that little scared right you yeah, want you know totally. like sleepy hollow is inherently the headless horseman is scary yes. so, you, so you keep that and then you know for for people who love mr toad they can get it for half the year um, and, uh, yeah, I think, and then it kind of almost fits the actual movie itself because it's broke, the movie's broken in half between the two stories, so. I would request Bing Crosby recording yeah. the song has to stay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's just the narrator, you know, because, like, he narrates the cartoon. Maybe just pipe in the narration of Bing Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's a great idea. All right, number one, baby, number one. Here we go. What's All your right. number one? My number one is in Tomorrowland. Okay. And it's one of my favorite Disney movies that doesn't have a lot of love. Maybe it does wreck it around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you would take the Star Tours ride and you would keep it, but you'd get rid of the Star Wars theming because you already have a Star Wars simulator ride in the park. We don't need two of them. So it becomes wreck it around. All of, my guess is there's probably six different simulators for Star Tours. In Star Tours, they all play the same. Well, there's slight variation, but they're kind of all the same thing. Yeah. This would be like you're entering an arcade. And so each would be its own separate arcade game. Cool. So like, cool. you'd be like, uh, one game would be a Wreck-It Ralph thing, like a visual Wreck-It Ralph simulator. And then there'd be a simulator for Candy Rush, the race car game. There'd be a simulator for the Hero's Duty game. And maybe you'd come up with some new ones or even some that are like themed to different Disney properties. You're just saying, we're going to the arcade. And so then when you comes times to choose, you kind of have a choice. You're like, the line for Wreck-It Ralph is long, but the line for the other one's short. Like, do we want to just do one fast or wait for the long ones? You get to choose which of these experiences you want to have. And then my thing is when you get to the, sh the line, the line to start towards is cool. They got that big speeder, which is fun. It's a big show building. So my thing would be, you get to that area and it's like you're waiting for your movie to start. And they have a bunch of just arcades you can play for free, arcade games. So that's what you're doing. You wait outside to get in the building. And then once you get in the building, you wait maybe like 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, and they just buzz you and you say, hey, your game's ready, go to the theater. But then you get to play video games for free while you're waiting. And that's kind of the Millennium Falcon idea, right? Yeah, Where, exactly. you know, you get to a certain point yes. and then you kind of have free reign and then they call you in to go on your yes. simulator. Yes, exactly. So I could, people would be fired up to be able to play video games for free. It would have that arcade vibe to it. And then you could go on these different motion experiences to record rocks. That'd be my Awesome. And, and, you know, you mentioned the three games from the first movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Wreck-It Ralph 2. They have the, the, well, they have the car racing, That's right? right? Yeah. That, yeah. that uh, Penelope go, goes yeah. into, right? So you could do that one. Yes. You could do one whole one with like the, 
Disney princesses, maybe. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, so, man, yeah, this is cool. What I like about, like, you, you've been very practical. You can, like, what, what can, what, what exists at Disneyland now? What can we put in there? Mm-hmm. Like, I really, I really like that. So, yeah, that's cool. I, 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 I thought Wrecker Ralph might be on, on there somewhere for you. Yeah. So, you'd walk in the building and you'd feel like, well, I'm walking in an arcade. You would feel like an old school arcade. But then when you transfer to the part where you watch the, like, it's not like they make it so you're shrinking down and you're going into, like, the power cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now you're in, like, the video game hub. You know? <laughs> That'd be my vote. That's awesome. All right, so my number one um, is, and the reason why it's number one for me is because, you know, when we talk about a, 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 a property or a movie that has really no presence in the parks, but definitely should, that's The Lion King. Yes. Um, it was the highest box office earner of the Disney Renaissance. Um, I think it, in some res- like, I think Frozen finally overtook it as like the biggest Disney movie ever. Um, and it won Oscars for the music and uh, the, the live action movie made a billion dollars. And so whatever you think about the live action movie, uh, it's highly, highly successful. It's one of the most popular movies of our generation. And there's really nothing, really nothing in the parks uh, for it. Like at Animal Kingdom in Florida, They've got like a Lion King show. There used to be a Lion King parade in the 90s, but that's about it. So my idea would be, I've had a couple ideas. Uh, and it's funny, you know, we have this news about Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I thought maybe you could do, even for like, you know, part of the time, you could do an overlay of the Jungle Cruise. Ooh. And instead of seeing random, you know, animals, you could see Simba and you could see yes. Timon and Pumbaa and yes. all and, and you could actually it would be a water dark ride essentially yeah. right so you're going through the story of the Lion King mm-hmm. and the Jungle Cruise but I think my ideal and again I'm the impractical one uh, <laughs> but Florida has in Animal Kingdom what they call the Kilimanjaro uh, Kilimanjaro Safari yeah where you're in a big just safari jeep that's like seats like 40 people and it drives you through um, different exhibits and you're actually seeing live animals uh, but I think you could do like the Lion King or Safari or you know Pride Rock Safari if you want to call it that or something where you're 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 going through a safari and everything looks real and everything is real but as you go through it's like, oh there's there's Mufasa on the on Pride Rock or something and it'd be an animatronic yeah Mufasa? Cool. yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I said I where where would they put that in the park as it exists now I I don't know uh, but, uh, you know, I've always had, I've, I've said recently, you know, get rid of the Fantasyland theater, blow that out yeah, and make uh-huh. that new Fantasyland. I think it could go there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that would be, I think the Lion King, you know, you know, my favorite Disney Renaissance movie is Beauty and the Beast and they've started to incorporate Beauty and the Beast stuff into the parks like in Florida. So that's why it's not on the list for me, but the Lion King being kind of the, kind of pinnacle of the Disney Renaissance, I think, should be in the park somewhere. <laughs> wow, that's a good idea. So two questions. One is, would you want it to be, we want it to feel like a safari? Like, would you, you have real animals and animatronic animals? My or thought would, would be all animatronic. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because I'm just, the feel of the Kilimanjaro safaris in Florida, you kind of make it feel like that. Oh, okay. Where it, it feels like a real safari, but you're seeing animatronics. Yes. Same question is, 
do you feel like you've been to Galaxy's Edge, correct? Yes. Do you feel like they should have, instead of using that prime real estate to make another a Star Wars land, even though they already have a ton of Star Wars stuff in Tomorrowland, they could have had that be like a Lion King land with a bunch of space, make it feel like a safari. Do you think that would have been a better use of the land, or do you think Galaxy's Edge is, is good for that last real estate spot? I think, I think that Star Wars needed a, its own space because it just doesn't fit in Tomorrowland. So I, I like Galaxy's Edge, but I do think, and we've talked about this at length, but I do think the folly of Galaxy's Edge is that it's not just Star Wars land, that it's, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I, I think if you could incorporate these other Disney, and the, the problem is Disneyland is landlocked, where, whereas Disney World is not. Um, so how do you make this stuff fit into the park yeah. as it is now versus trying to, because inevitably you have to get rid of old stuff to make room for new stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I think Lion King deserves to be there. What do you take out or do you just <laughs> imagine like I do? Yes, uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so yeah, so those are our lists. So um, you want to quickly go through them just real quick, like, just our, our five? Yes, absolutely. All right, so, so my five yep. were Sleeping Beauty, uh, the uh, Archery Contest, yes, Mr. Toad and Sleepy Hollow, Wally, and The Lion King. Okay, mine was Moana, Treehouse, Cave of Wonders Ride, Steamboat Willie World, the Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane on the Utopia, Entangled in the Mr. Toad Show Building, and then the Wreck-It Ralph. Awesome. All right, man. Well, we did we did our job Imagineering now. <laughs> now somebody needs to uh, call us or something. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, subscribe, listen, like us, and share us around. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys.